What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Four and a Half Mics podcast. We are back from a short hiatus, and we are all excited to be behind the mics again. Uh, Because it's our first one back in a while, we decided to kind of do a little bit of a freestyle episode. So we just kind of talked about some things going on in our heads and in our lives, and we hope you enjoy. Baby, come on over, get up closer. All I need is your love. What's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Four and a Half Mics podcast, and I'm here with Max and Chase, and I am obviously Yanni, and we have a kind of special episode we're because back, first uh, of all, yeah, we're back from a, a very long hiatus, and we're glad to be back behind the mics. There's an episode in in the uh, in the annals, as they say, the annals that we forgot to post. It was like three weeks ago. Yeah, it was. It's all good. It's gone. It's probably not topical at all. We talked about. No. Murder hornets. It is on. It's up. It's no. up. That was Maybe. March on the Jumanji scale. Yeah. There we go. We're at level ten on Jumanji now. Yeah. yeah. Everything's kind of melded together here in quarantine land. So. Maybe we'll release it. Maybe you'll yeah. enjoy it. Who cares? We're here now. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. But yeah, no. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in on this week. I think uh, we got together and you know with uh, with a you know fragmented group this week. Not everyone was able to make it. Um, you know, we were talking about what's the topic this week. You know, as everyone knows, the four and a half mics, which was a weekly occurrence for most all of 2019 when we debuted and most of 2020, has kind of taken on a we'll release one when we feel like it uh, type vibe. And I'm okay with that. You know, I think that all the four and a half mics are too, but eventually we'd like to get back to something a little bit more routine. Uh, so with that being said, none of us knew really what to talk about today. And with everything that's been going on in our society, whether, whether it be COVID quarantine or a lot of the protests, um, you know, over the death of, of George Floyd or the murder of George Floyd, um, you know, that's, that's happened and sparked recently. I just kind of want to put a, put a disclaimer out there that that's not going to be the focus of what we're talking about today. Um, while we completely and totally empathize with all the protesters and, and everyone involved in this terrible, terrible situation, uh, we just don't feel as casual observers that we're knowledgeable enough on this very, very sensitive topic in order to, you know, give commentary. And so we're going to stick to the lighter, more fun stuff uh, today. So if you're looking for that type of distraction from all the madness and craziness, craziness that's been going on in our world, this is the episode for you to listen to. Boom. And on that topic, fuck racism. Mm -hmm. That's how we feel. And so to start off today, we're actually going to be calling in to one of our traveling four and a half mics. Colorado Nick. One of our good friends, Nick, has been on a cross-country road trip, starting in South Florida, ending up in Aspen, Colorado, and is currently residing in Savannah, Georgia. And so we're going to give Nick a call really quick and uh, see what he's been up to over these past couple weeks. Man, we teed him up for it and everything. Yeah, just a moment here, folks. Unbelievable. 
what's up? Hey, Nick, what's going on, man? Uh, you're on the mics. What's going on? What's going on? I just checked into my first hotel experience of 2020, I think. Wow. You've been kind of like sleeping in tents and in your car for, for most of the time for the past little bit, right? Oh, yeah. This is not this is not my planning. This was like kind of half business, half fun. Um, but yeah, this is like the first hotel of being on the road for 50 days. So tell us, what, uh, Nick, can you hear me, by the way? Tell us what are you what are you doing out there, bro? What what's the whole thing for this? What do you mean? What am I doing? Start from the <laughs> beginning. Oh, yeah, no one else knows. We know, but they don't. I mean, it basically was a good opportunity to go out west, being Colorado. Um, a lot of people that know me probably assume that I've been to Colorado or out west, and I've never have. Um, so basically, when twenty twenty started. I put it as a goal to restrict some of the traveling I was doing, but only have one trip in mind to do Colorado. Uh, and didn't know how that was going to happen based on, you know, the current worldly circumstances. Um, but I had an opportunity to basically live out there for a month, and it's probably been one of the best months of my entire life. Nice. So cut to the chase. Did you have to drink your own pee when you were camping outside? <laughs> I didn't have to drink my own pee, but what I will say is having a gallon water jug for the road and to take pisses in that saves so much time. And I did that the entire way out there driving. And it's just kind of been a real handy thing to just piss in that and uh, not have to find <laughs> bathrooms or walk into stores or anything. There it is convenience at its finest nice dude yeah it's and the key is is the gallon jug you know you're never gonna fill it up in one sitting that's true so you yeah. know like the gatorade bottles are tough because it's like a teeter-tottering of you might overflow the gallon's the way to do it wow so, i mean honestly i kind of want to get into this for a second um because <laughs> you got you piqued my curiosity what what is the what's the setup here when we're driving and this has to go down like what's the what yeah? Is how this? are you maintaining control of your vehicle? This sounds, this sounds and insane. your and your your the ability required to pull off such a stunt can only okay, be well, like I'm really just I'm I'm, I'm we're just, marveled. Yeah. So it's not as crazy as you'd think because on the way out there there was literally no one on the road. Uh, the long stretch I went of driving was seven and a half hours without seeing a single car. Um, so it's not like I'm on 95 in traffic <laughs> with my wiener out. You know, <laughs> wiener, like, classic. Nice. It's, it's all these situations are very little traffic. And like, if I really had to go and I'm on the highway, I'm 100% pulling over real quick. I'm not, you know, driving with a knee and pissing on my leg. Okay, so there's like, there's some planning involved here. Isn't it illegal to show your ween in your car? It I'm pretty is. sure it's illegal, it right? Is. It's public indecency. I'm pretty it sure is. it's illegal to show your ween anywhere. Not in your house, brother. You what? can be ween out in the house. <laughs> well, duh. Well, I'm saying like anywhere outside of there. Well, so, we'll leave it up to interpretation. So, Nick, we know you got a, we know you got a busy life. You got to get back to adventuring and peeing in gallon jugs. Um, so we'll let you go. But before we do... I want to get one story out of you. Just give give the people a quick highlight of the trip so far. What's been like that one moment for you? 
um, one moment was, I mean, and I don't, I guess it's kind of highlight, but it was a hundred percent the story of losing the dog. Um, you know, going from a day of fly fishing to losing Bane, losing him for, I think he was on his own for probably eight or nine hours. Um, and going from such an absolute low, uh, to in the same day, going to one of the highest highs ever. Um, so that was just an impactful day, but I think the highlight was just seeing a community such as, you know, it was kind of, it was called Carbondale basically is a small community in that Valley. Um, people came together, thousands of people reposted on Facebook, Bane's picture, uh, there were search parties, people putting their boats in, in the river. And then this was kind of like the high, not the highlight, but a cool moment is the day before I was leaving, I was walking downtown and a random person came up to me and they asked if Bane was the dog that they saw was missing. Um, and I was like, yeah, they found him and everything. So it was just cool knowing that I was literally just walking in public and people knew who Bane was and knew his story. Uh, so that day in particular was just absolutely gnarly. And I don't know if I'll ever experience a day where I go from such a low to such a high in the same day. Yeah. I mean, I remember talking to you like during that whole experience and I was, I was definitely along for the roller coaster ride. We're really glad yeah. it ended. The story ended the way it did. Um, but anyways, Nick, thanks so much for, uh, for calling in real quick. We appreciate the, uh, the stories and are looking forward to having you back here in the studio sometime soon. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be soon or not. The uh, the adventure continues. Uh, you got any souvenirs for us? Souvenirs? Yeah. Uh, I have some souvenirs. <laughs> He's got lots of gallon jugs for you. <laughs> store lots of gallon jugs, jug. baby. All right, All right. Nick, we'll talk to you later. See you, bro. Easy. Man. Oh, so, only one can be so lucky, right? Yeah, I think he kind of... Some things to worth noting, like Nick is the resident kind of like outdoorsman of our group for sure, like the mountain man kind of character, and he's also a big fly fisherman. So he got linked up with a, with a couple of friends out there who are big fly fishermen as well, uh, or rather fly fisher women, and uh, and he did he did a lot of that. So pretty cool. Um, I've been really amazed. He he's been seamless at work. So good oh for, yeah, he's killing it. Which Every, is all- everyone is coming up to me and is like. Like even this past Friday, uh, people were coming up to me and are like, "Yeah, so did Nick got fired, right? Like Nick's, <laughs> Nick's fired, yeah, right." And I for was sure. like, uh, "Not, no, he's not. He's just we work for a company that is letting him do that. It's pretty cool, and I'm kind of jealous." I was gonna say because when he was like making it seem like, "Yo, like, yo, I'm going out to Colorado," it was like, "Yo, I'm going to Colorado," and I was like, "All right, cool, man. Like, good adventure. Like, great." And he was like, like two weeks later, like he's out there and he's like man, you should be out here, bro. Like there's plenty of room. Like you totally, I was like, he's like, come just drive up. I'm like, yeah, let me drive my lease Honda, like 8,000 miles okay. across the country. Like you just did that. <laughs> Good for By him. myself. Yeah. yeah. But he likes doing stuff. Like oh that. yeah. hundred so, percent. No, no. Totally I'm saying, well, life. I mean, he's a man and his dog. He's like, Nick is so wanderlust sometimes in, in the best of ways. And the it's, man and your dog aspect of it though, is what makes it though. For sure. Definitely. It ties 1, back to, the, to the man's best friend doing that versus just going solo is such a different experience. 
or going with a group of friends even of course yeah. no it's it's way better in my opinion from the standpoint of like how much solidarity like how much time that you have to just think about you know life and think about the things that you're seeing i mean he sent us you know he sent you know his nick is not normally very active on social media but i actually am happy that he's been relatively active so that we've been able to see some of his adventures like he's been to utah and colorado and nashville and like now you know down in georgia so it's been awesome for him i'm, I'm happy for him but that story about his dog man is so crazy he kind of undersold it a little bit we, we posted on instagram because we were just so happy for him um but you know chase gets the call that one evening very faithful evening telling us that you know he's he's one day away from pretty much packing it up and and abandoning all hope because Bane unfortunately was missing and um you know just for us not even being there and i've only spent you know nominal amount of time with Bane in comparison to obviously nick but also in comparison to like his roommates or even chase having known him in college a lot better than i did um but i fucking love Bane and to, to think about that connection that the guy shared with his dog shares with his dog and how that can play into it. I'm just so thankful. And I think it just goes, it's such a heartwarming story about that town and how they came together. So kudos to uh, our adventure our little guys adventuring. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. Uh, but we do miss Nick. So moving on. Into, moving on to whatever <laughs> we really want to move on to. Yeah, you know what I, episode. I'll, I'll start it off. I'm just going to, this is so random. But I just, you know, I'm thinking about it recently. I got a good one. Well, you can't interrupt me. I'm about okay, to well, say. Okay, well, hurry up because I'm going to write it down. Oh, uh, okay. And you're going to, you're going to like gonna it. You guys ever thought about how good? You guys ever thought about how good like pretzels are in all sorts of variations? Dude, they're the best snack in a, in the world. So you got regular pretzels that come in a bag. You Sa- got oh, so, yeah, okay. You got soft pretzels. You got soft pretzels at a ball game or like an Auntie Anne's at the mall. Everyone. Auntie Anne's or Auntie Anne's? Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's, bro? I say Auntie. I say Auntie. Auntie. I say Auntie Anne's like I anti say, almost. I yeah. say Aunt, like if I were to say Aunt Yanni or... You could even break it down further though. Like if you just want to go down like the path of bagged pretzels like from the store. Yeah. Rolls gold, you Snyder's. Got the rolls gold. You got the sticks though. You got and the then pieces. The I pieces sticks. are all time. Sticks. The honey mustard and onion, onion pieces yeah. is the single Fire. greatest pretzel innovation Ooh. since they put pretzels in bags. Combo, combos. Not a big fan I of combos. I hate combos. But they're pretzels and people like them. People do like them. And it's, I guess it's people like them. innovative. I you like it, combos? I'm a pretzel purist. I like, the, pe- I the, like the pizza. Except for the pieces. I like the pizza combos. I like the old school crunchy. First of all, my favorite, one of my favorite foods of all time is a soft pretzel. Nice. Hands down. Like if I could, if I, if I go to a but restaurant the and the soft pretzel soft there. soft pretzel is the super pretzel from the ice skating rink. Back exactly. Kid. Yeah. This, it's literally yes. the brand is super, super pretzel. Super pretzel. It's a yellow and yeah. yeah. If I go to a restaurant and the pre- and there's a pretzel or pretzel bites on the menu, mm. hands down I'm getting them. But I do love a really good crunchy sourdough. You know the thick, the, the really thick pretzels mm-hmm. that are in pretzel shape. And it's like yeah. hard as a rock. And like I don't you like need to use your yeah. molars yeah. to get into that. And I don't. Bitch. But I and I hate pretzel sticks and i hate normal pretzels like the little crunchy oh really but the only ones i like are the honey the honey twists big the fan honey twists my mom bought those all the time and i yeah. did not like them at first because like i said i'm a pretzel purist right but there's just enough salt on those bad boys yeah. 
to keep me interested. And they're like almost like Kala. Like, yeah, they're like twisted. Uh, you're so going to you kind of like you're going to do the tribesmen so bad with that. Kala. One. I yeah. got you, Max. Kala. Whatever. And uh, so you can kind of like bite at it and have fun when you eat it. Right. You know. All right, last bit because we don't need to talk about pretzels for too long. That was just but something Max worth. Max brought this up because we bodied a like whole pound of pretzels last night. Like just, just watching crunchy TV. pretzels. It was, it was bad. Yeah, just the sticks, like the sticks. I don't still. I don't think they're that good. You guys like enjoy the way they taste. Oh, Fuck like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I mean, I like salt it's more the texture. Yeah. and then the taste. They don't. T- the taste you just taste the salt, which is good. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Salt tastes good, but it's not five, like, five. the best. But it's the whole like yeah. combo of like. The salt on the end of the pretzel that's like, and you're breaking the stick, and then you get the salt, and it's like, mm. it's a whole ritual. Pretzel, tall beer, beer cheese, and a ground mustard, and your boy yeah. is a happy camper. I'm in. Dude, All right. Uh, what were you wanting to talk about? I was going to say. I feel like we're like going to break in a bunch of topics into this 30 minutes. We can go longer than 30 minutes if sure. we want. Yes, of course. We don't have to. Yeah. Look, I don't care anymore about anything me neither let's just it's over so let's just talk max hasn't used hair gel in in three months crazy i literally haven't my i got my hair cut in my in my hairstylist i only call her that because i I don't normally go to her she is a hairstylist she's my my childhood hair cutter she was like your hair is so thick and healthy and i was like hmm this whole time This whole time, what have I been doing to my hair? You've grown so much. Oh no! All You're right, such a big, strong boy. My my topic. And then my shirt ripped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, really quick. You want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at every possible moment, like I've been trying to just wear shorts in all my meetings. I'm a tattle on myself. So like all the time I've got like a nice shirt on and shorts, but just like these like sweatpants or shorts or like sweat shorts or gym shorts or it's whatever. It's a dream. It's all right. I'm living my dream. That's perfect. No, my like ba- my work life balance since Corona. A one. So, so high. The amount of control I have is like unlimited control. Excellent. It's amazing. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, let's talk. Oh, Bingo. let's talk. You know what? Let's talk a shit ton about it. The new okay. game. Because Jake me, isn't here. Okay, let me. And he's going to be so upset that we just, did talk about it Let me throw out some him. stuff because Max is a resident skater boy. See you later, boy. He and is. I'm not. So what I want to say is. Literally can't do anything that those guys do in the game. Though. It doesn't matter. I send Max all these like clips of skateboarding <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, learn this. And he's like, dude, no, no I can't do that. So <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, was a game of my childhood. And so is SX. Which one X was the first tricky. one that you got uh, into? The snowboarding game. Which pro skater was your first pro skater? I couldn't tell you. I can tell you the one. Let me tell you how well I know this one. Um, I guess map. You call it a map, right? Be yeah, yeah a map. it's a map. In Tony it's the one where you go up the half pipe and then there's a room up in the ceiling and yeah. you break through the glass. The foundry. Yeah, it's the foundry. Is that it? There's yeah. like a little like. It's the OG. It's a, that's lava. pro skater one. That's the first one I remember playing, and that's the one that got me hooked on those games. And then I had one for my PSP as well. Back yeah. in so the day. No and talk about an underused platform. The PSP, they fucking blew it. Oh, I they, love, they talk about I that all the PSP. time. Do I they? The PS, I played the crap out of it's the a, PSP. It's a very popular troll Instagram thing. But they could have done so much more with it. 100%. It had, it had full internet browsing capabilities. Yeah. The completely thing was dope. full. No, oh. it was really, really cool. Full um, browsing capabilities. Yeah, it was an excellent, excellent micro no, gaming. Yeah. I, this is like, I was such a nerd growing up because like, I loved Tony Ho- Pro- Tony, Tony Hawk Ho- Pro Skater. Tony Hawk <laughs> Pro Skater. He was a huge fan, but I didn't. I didn't love it at first. I got. I fell in love with the gameplay, like because it was really fun game. 
but I didn't care at all about any of the pro skaters. I thought they were all super lame. But in <laughs> Pro Skater 3, you could play as like Darth Maul and Wolverine. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would like only play as like the superhero characters. Huge that innovation. In See, I hated, yeah. I hated that when they introduced like all these alternative characters. Like looking back on it now, I'd love to play those that's games. That's what got me into it. Right. I was like, I don't give a crap about Bob whatever. Burnquist, yeah, dude. I'm just thinking the same thing because yeah, I, I remember. Like, I was like, like Bucky Lasik, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, who is that guy? It's a legend. Like, Legends. Your stats are only like a 50 kickflip, dude. Like Wolverine's out here with like an 87 like grind. Man. The amount of he times. He can tail grind for, for four hours straight. Literally. So, no, it's great that they're redoing it because that's a, a call to the people. I know some people like uh, playing Skate, which was an Xbox. SK8, right? That's, how, that's No, what no, it was no? just Skate. No, SKAT. Like the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just an oh, yeah? Xbox exclusive. And it, I think it sucked. Fartnoise. Personally. The it way was it, like a simulator. Well, they couldn't copy the game layout, the controller layout that Pro Skater used, or they tried not to, so they changed a couple well, of no, the things. no, they tried to make it like a skating simulator. But, like bro, in- but part of what made Tony Hawk so great was that it was so, it was like on the cusp of being realistic, and then you do something, you go, oh, never mind. Yeah. And and you for can, me, who doesn't like game. skateboarding, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because I could jump up five stories into a glass room. Totally. Like, nobody's doing that they, crap. They took off, bro, for me. Like, okay, those classic games, the reason you played them is exactly what Chase said. They're just, like, completely entertaining. Um, Great soundtrack. There was always a million... They, they Banger did soundtrack. I learned so much, like, because that was before iTunes or any of that. I learned so much new dope music from those games, like Smash Mouth and, like... Dude, no effects, Goldfinger, mm-hmm, like yeah. with all the anti-flag, like great punk rock bands, like classic. They're not punk Smash rock. Mouth. What's the Ace of Spades? Like the Motorhead. 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 <laughs> Those yeah. are like night and day, bro. I know they're night well, and day, but let me live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought it's no, Smash no. The be- so, and that's what they've always been known for is is great quality of of playlist. But another thing, it's a great quality of like a video game from that era is cheat codes like being able to like input all these cheat codes and all of a sudden like something happens wonderful all the maps right off the bat i remember there was one where you could like summon aliens like or something like that well no it was the best for me because i played on um the nintendo 64 yeah for my first one right that was like nintendo 64 and um oh wow then i played three on the gamecube but the first Tony Hawk Pro Skater was on the Nintendo 64 and you didn't I didn't have a memory card for mm-hmm. my for yeah. my Nintendo so I couldn't save the game. And so it was like if you had the cheat codes you could just unlock all the maps and all the characters and just play, and just play from the beginning every time and have everything. And so it wasn't an issue. The Nintendo 64, I still have one and I have all the so games, jealous. the original games. I th- I probably have no exaggeration about 20 20 some games. I don't have Tony Hawk. I have Goldfinger. The you still have it? Golden, yeah, yeah. You have Golden, Golden Eye. Eye. That was one I of my I have the original mistakes. Mortal Kombat. I think I talked about that on the podcast. You might have. I sold my Nintendo 64 yeah, we did. in college. We definitely did. Was that big, was bad. Big I love it, bro. How I still play Mario Kart. Off that? I got 100 bucks for it. It's so. not a bad price. Yeah. Um, but people, I mean, I don't, it's just something. I have a picture of me when I was You're kicking yourself now. Yeah, though. when I was really little. Yeah, but a hundred bucks is a lot of money in college. It's very true. I have a picture of me when I was very little. Um, my mom actually asked, told my uncle before I could even walk or talk. She told my uncle that I wanted one to con my uncle into buying her a Nintendo Sixty Four. Oh, uh, you told yeah, you told us that right. Before. So, so, anyways, the, the moral of the story is I have a picture of me as a little baby in our old house, sitting there with a controller, like. 
No I way you know what was going no, on. No, no, but I was staring at the screen and I can see the Nintendo and I still have that Nintendo with that game. It was Mario Kart playing on the thing. That's badass. With the game on my desk. You, you know, like give it's your just your one of those things. Oh, totally. So, you know, the other part about those, Tony, like, so they, I kind of want to stay on this topic because I love these games. Um, and I'm excited to see now that they're kind of like rebooting this, like what they'll do as well. They, um, when they when they got into the various named ones that were no longer one two it went one two three four and then I and think then the, it was like legends no the first one was like underground yeah uh, that one wasn't bad that one was sick that was the best one they ever made you're a kid I from New Jersey you can make yourself however you want you wake up like the character wakes up and it's in your bedroom and you get to pick your character and like create it it's like, like a story mode basically exactly and then you have like all these challenges and along the way you like meet pro skaters and you have to get like noticed like when i grew up skateboarding just for like what it's worth it's really not worth much because i was never going to get to this point but like the path for a skateboarder to get professional is you compile a film of you doing all your best tricks on b-roll on a you VHS. send it to the local skate shop or you already know those guys because that's where you buy your decks and stuff and you try to get buddy buddy with those guys they put you on their team and give you some free product and then everyone asks you know oh, shit like that's that kid and then eventually you skate in a competition and get better and that's literally, that's literally how this it. game was yeah. formatted that's how it was down here I, but that game was, was formatted that IWS way IWS and all that stuff which is epic BC Surf Bro BC you, was But big. you were a pump and okay. I see I was BC Serpent Sport. That was closer to me. Yeah. ID, I think you IWS were IWS. Yeah. definitely me. But I think it's, I think IWS it's so badass. IWS is superior. And then they did like teams. Like you were on a team with like <laughs> other skate uh, celebrity, skateboarding celebrity, like, you know, uh, famous skateboarders. Yeah. That was on like, what were those called? Uh, American Wasteland. Tony see, Hawk's American Wasteland. You see, like those, I, I, I think I might have gotten out of video games at that point. Those got worse. But those I, were not I distinctly remember playing with Bam Margera there in the game somewhere. Yes. Like I, yeah. I, I he was did, in the older ones. Was he in the older ones? He as was well? in American Wasteland and like yeah. I know underground. I mean look, I just think for me it's so funny because I don't get attached to games like those style of games very easily. But I just think the fact that it, the way the point system worked, it incentivized you to like to play. It was so funny. You it was get like a long combo. Yeah, you know? bro. You and you go and then accidentally your fat thumb hits a button and he does something you've never done before and you go oh wait a minute it's pretty great this is lit or the levels were like really well designed too like you got yeah for the time crazy thing and you're like yeah. how do i get up there like yeah and you gotta i play forgot about i'm, all I'm so excited that's def that's an absolute buy it's not an exclusive right no no no, no it's, it's on everything it's on everything just it's a reboot everything. that's great all right so what do we want to finish with we got time for one more little thing mm-hmm. um Getting pretty fucking tired of world without sports. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they can like baseball's not NHL, coming back. That NHL tournament looks pretty sweet. Do you guys know? Um, okay. Do they have a date on that yet? They're saying whenever like they could. They're gonna do it in Edmonton and they Vegas. started soccer in Germany. Yeah. Have you watched Bundes- it? Yeah. yeah. It's good. Like the yeah, fake crowd noise is like good. It's impressive. I like it. Well, yeah. And yeah. Anyway, it's, it's the good. German sound engineers. Yeah. They leave it to them to make it sound, to make natural. It sound natural. Did you know that um, Portnoy came was down here for Lario recently? Yeah. He was in Lighthouse Point. And he fucking uh, reviewed Pramani Brothers. Yeah. A terrible and he choice. Crushed my soul. I was like, I was like, why? Why would you take him there, bro? Like. 
Nobody likes Pramani Brothers unless it's four in the morning. Like it's you don't not just the original. Yeah, that's because it's not the original Pramanti brother. If but they're it, not even known for their but pizza. Not, it's you not get a sandwiches. You get a yeah, Pittsburgh. You get a Pittsburgh. Yeah. And the, and the dude's eating a floppy thing in ninety degree weather. I'm like, I wouldn't like it either. No, but he did it was go to the Luigi's Cubs baseball player that took him there. Rizzo. Was it? Yeah, it was Anthony Rizzo. And and he, he's like, yeah, we used to come here. He's from Parkland. Yeah. And he's like, we used to get this all the time at the beach. And it's like, no shit. It's the only pizza spot across open, from the beach. It's open twenty four hours. You were drunk off your ass. You don't even remember. What it tastes like? Not yeah, even, no, bro. dude. Uh, that was weak. I mean, Rizzo. I don't know. What do you think the best pizza shop in Fort Lauderdale is, or like South Florida area? Like that's not Miami. You want me to tell you the truth? I, I think I tell people this, and they don't believe me. You go to Umberto's and you get the Grandma's Square Pizza, and it is, in my opinion, out of any pizza I've had in my entire life. I've had the Grandma's Square be Pizza you, at Umberto's. Probably before. one of my favorite pizzas. It's of really all time. good. It's really good. I go. Okay, I want to try that. I haven't tried that. I haven't oh, tried we'll enough go. pizza in Fort Lauderdale to give a full like scale like picture but i will say one spot that's totally un uh underserved or un uh what's the word i'm looking for uh underrated underrated. thank you yeah sorry i don't know why the brain glitched there um joe's heavenly pizza phil's heavenly pizza phil's heavenly heavenly pizza it's It's on atlantic yeah it's ran Uh, by it's it's right across the street from uh 26 degree brewery and it's ran by this family and there's like Bible verses as the wallpaper oh, yeah. and there's like Bibles that you can take at the front door. That's good. And they're like, you know, they, they're literally the nicest people on the planet, but like, and very like spiritual people. And their whole thing is like kind of like turning people on to the Lord and Savior, like Via one pie pizza. at a time. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's really but good. Super fucking good. Really? Super good. Cheap. Dollar, dollar a slice. Dollar slices. Yeah. And, That's crazy. I and, didn't know that. Dude, so That good. and good usually aren't synonymous. Yeah. Unless you're in like New York City. But you know what though? Even some New York dollar, most dollar slices in New York are not great. In my opinion. I just feel I like. I've had a dollar slice I feel like I've had a few and they're, and they, the, that and the $3 slice, it's a big difference. Yeah. My favorite place down here. I mean, my go-to is definitely like Sicilian oven. It's like a kind of a large. It's grown a lot. It started small, and it's grown. It's down. It's next That's to my house now. That's how you know it's good. You know like, it's next to my house now, it right? It started with one spot like ten years ago, and now there's like ten of them. They What's moved the right onto yeah. Oakland and Bayview. Yeah, I know. They're right there. Right there. Um, I'm not a coal fire guy. I see. I love the coal fired. That's my favorite. Every time I've had a coal fire, and Anthony's coal fire ruined the pizza for me. Well, I think. Anthony's, I don't think is that good. No. They like burn a, every pizza I've had. That's Phil's. That's a nice that's looking, a good looking pie. pie. We're looking at a, a Phil's pie here. Yeah, look up Phil's Heavenly. Can, Just only get cheese or pepperoni, though. Yeah. I've seen their other stuff that comes out, and I can understand why they might have some mixed reviews. It looks like a Red Robin I, pizza. Personally, if you're going to ask me, if I'm not at a restaurant that's going to make like a really high-quality pizza, yeah. like, in front, like they're going to really put it in the brick oven, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, for me? I'm just going pepperoni or cheese. Don't don't miss me with all that other stuff. Pepperoni is one of my favorite toppings, and it's it's a really underrated. People like shit on you for just getting like. Pe- well, you only want pepperoni. I think pepperoni's delicious. Yeah, I don't. What is this? Uh, a freaking club sandwich? Like, no, I don't want you know a million vegetables and meats on this. Yeah, bro, I like There's pizza a time and, for sauce. Time and place for everything. You go to a nice like artisanal place or like a Blaze Pizza. I don't know. This is here. Blaze Pizza. I don't uh, think is that good, honestly. It used to be the the. It was sweet, yeah, but then like I realized, it was college food. It's like it's total college food. They don't the pizzas like can't support all the toppings that I get on it. No, never. And it would just completely flop up, but. That's because we were college kids. We tried to put as much stuff on it as possible. It was literally for, like, for I need this price. meal to be five meals. So I'm going to get every topic. Oh, uh, I used to. Oh, man. 
I might have to. I'm going to get pizza at the end of this week. I think it's going to be from Umberto's. Go Umberto's, bro. I got a and frozen pizza because, so with all the quarantine, I was watching the frozen pizza reviews that they were doing yeah. on the bar stool. Which one do you like the most? Are you are you do the Umberto's on commercial? That's the best one, in my opinion. I've tried the other ones, and the one on commercials, they do it Ooh, the grandma's pizza looks so fun. You, so here, grandma's, and then get, I'm sorry, Chase, one second. It's all a square. You get, yeah, you, all you say is you want a, I want a large grandma's, and then get an order of garlic rolls, because you're not a fucking heathen. So it's like, it's like fresh tomato, like blistered almost. Yeah, garlic. Spinach. No, no, no basil. Basil? Oh, yeah. even better. And garlic. That's and it? just like whole cloves really of garlic. That's right up your alley, It's incredible. Chase. Oh yeah, it's incredible. It's it's supposed to be like a traditional, and every piece on the outside has crust. It's a square, yeah. so you get a crispy crust. Their wings kind of look sus. Okay, no, the wings are excellent. So I was gonna tell you, get the wings well done, and they're excellent. Okay, okay. that's what that's our go-to. Like if my family doesn't need a lot of like pizza or whatever, but when you do, you get Umberto's. We do two large grandma's pizzas, two orders of wings, medium, well done, and like. 10 garlic knots. I will hold this. I think this is the truth, and maybe I'm wrong. We'll order that this week. Anthony's coal-fired uh, wings, bar none, for me. Have you had Sicilian Ovens coal-fired wings? I have, actually. They're Sicilian those Ovens so wings those are, better. Those are, better. Are, are good. Insane. And I'm not... I like fried wings, but their wings are good. We did and their Sicilian, pizza's good. We did Sicilian when my dad was in town. Yeah. Their, pi- their, no, their the, pizza's good, too. So I'm for not the, the Frozen, no. the one that's been my go-to recently, oh, yeah. has been that Newman Zone. Newman's own. Newman's own. They donate all their proceeds really, to charity. Really quality frozen pizza. Really? Yeah. I like fresh cheddar as well. And it's Thin like crust. it's pretty decent ingredients too. Like they use like How much does a frozen pizza cost nowadays? Seven bucks. Yeah, six, seven. Oh, so it's way cheaper than a real yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you But it's like a it's a little personal pizza. Like it's not gonna be a nearly as much food as a whole pizza that you would order at a restaurant. Oh really? No, not no. some of them maybe like two people, three people. Because like most. a medium pizza at a restaurant's like fourteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. Oh, so it's priced pretty. Okay, well, it's priced decently. Like it would, if I had it tonight, I would have the whole pizza, and it would be like a medium meal. Like it would be, de- it wouldn't be like a whole like I'm full as hell. Like it would oh, be really? Like, yeah. yeah. What's your guys' take on falafel? Love falafel. Love, love falafel. And I have the best. And I didn't try it. You I was, I it? hated on it until I tried it. Like one of my buddies that was in the Jewish Student Union at FSU, they were doing like a cookout in the union, and I was like going to. A meeting or something and he was like here have some falafel and i was like no i don't, I don't like falafel yeah. he's like what are you talking about you don't like falafel like have it with some like tzatziki or whatever yeah. like the what's like the they sauce tzatziki. That, the, tahini the tahini yeah. yeah and i had it and i was like holy crap yeah. this is tahini amazing. is just that white sauce that they serve no, at uh, tzatziki is white sauce tahini is a sesame, it's the green, sesame right? oil sauce it's the green no that's a different sauce so okay, so let me. By the way, falafel is like inherent to like it's all chickpeas. It's like Eastern. all Middle Eastern. It's it typically is, yeah. very familiar with, with. It's Israeli. It's no, no, no. It's, it's more well known in Israel. No, no, no. It's no? definitely more Muslim than anything because of the fact that it, they're it's vegetarian. Super well known in is in Jerusalem. Or like, yeah, uh, Israel. It, the spot that I know is an Israeli place. Really? Okay, fire. And sure. Sure. fire the me kid up. that okay. the kid that gave it to me was like Israeli. Yeah. Okay, so since I am I'm the closest right. of, of uh, genetics to that area, let me school you guys on the most on the best falafel place down here. Okay. And I actually took uh, we have a mutual friend Trey um, on a recent trip down there. I took him, and you guys can you can ask him. Okay. It was really good falafel. Okay, this makes sense. Just so we know, so we're yeah. educated. Originated in Egypt, which makes sense because that's where the Jews were mm-hmm. prior. Got okay. it. Okay. This place is, uh, we used to have a warehouse down in this area, which is how I know it in the first place. Okay. And in the warehouse game in, in South Florida, um, it's a lot of Israeli people. It's, it's, it's just like, you know how like certain groups of people, 
uh, go to like certain industries. Mm-hmm. Well, the warehousing in in South Florida is a lot of Israeli people. So yeah. there's a spot off Sterling Road, Sterling 95. You go west. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's called Pita Plus. Okay. Oh my God, guys! It's really it is good. by far the best shawarma and falafel I've Ooh. ever had in my entire life, and really? I have had. You can take my word for it. I've had a lot of fucking shawarma. It's better than like stuff you get on the other side of the Atlantic. It is way fucking better. Really? It is way better. Right. Or on par. I'm not going to say better because it's just different. It does change. Like it depends. It depends. But it's good. It's very, very good. And if you have one here and you have one there, you will be running back here to have another one. What's it called again? Pita, Pita Plus. Plus. Off Sterling and 95 West. Fuck yes. Okay. Um, oh, another thing I just learned about falafel. It's chickpeas and shit. Yeah. The chickpea version of it uh, originated in Yemen, okay. and then in, inherently it spread to like Iraq, uh-huh. um, Iran, and all those countries. And the Ashkenazi Jews uh-huh. took on to, adopted them. I so like it really falafel. is like inherently just Middle Eastern to all re- religious ag- yeah. agnostic. I like falafel. If if you ask my personal opinion, I would rather I like meat too. So like I, what I do is I get a I get a, a shawarma. No, I yeah. get a shawarma lafa, which Ooh. is Ooh. you know what a lafa this is. This place yeah. has phenomenal reviews. That's Israeli by the thing, way. right? The lafa. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't fucking. Know, a lafa is like a pita. It's like a really big pita. Yeah. But like it's thin and it has no pocket. It's almost like a a Jewish tortilla. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say a Jewish tortilla. I don't know. Okay, an Israeli tortilla. What's it called? The Lafa. L A L A F F A. You think it wouldn't be as good if I got it delivery, right? Please don't get you it gotta delivery. Go I gotta go there. Actually, that's a lie. I've had it delivery and it's good. But go there for your first time. And when you go, I will go with you. Just tell me. All right. Let's I'm go. always let's down go to go this week. Let's go. I go for lunch all yeah, the time. So we'll go for lunch this um, week. It's Lebanese. Oh no, Palestinian. Okay, so the loft, yeah. Okay, so and, basically, and pop, it's called an it's called a uh, Israeli pita. There you go. I'm on point today. So that's what I get. I get a shawarma and that with everything on it. Okay, and I get a side max, Ooh. a side of falafel. Ooh. I don't I don't like falafel pita because I crave kind of meat, but like I'll eat the shawarma, have some falafel, and then. Israelis are known for their pickling. You know, mm-hmm. they pickle a lot of things. And their pickled carrots over there at Pita Plus are A1. I'm just I'm just deep into the the falafel gang right now. Yeah. Falafel's good. But th- look, man, I think there are certain things and I love to cook and I know Jake loves to cook and I'm sure he will he'll echo the sentiment. There are certain things that you just don't try to make because it would almost ruin the experience of going and getting it. Um, my family, we have a gyro machine. Like we make gyros, which are gyros, as yeah. people call it, which is yeah. very similar to a shawarma. We make them same, same spit, same upwards. It's the yeah. same. They made them when yeah. I've been over before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's amazing yeah, yeah. the way they do. Okay, it. so it's like um, it's very similar to a shawarma. Just there, it's actually the same meat, just different spices. Okay, right. and I've had the opportunity to make a shawarma, and I've refused to make it because, because it would you can't ruin. Do it right. Yeah. Well, it would just ruin. Wait, so what's the difference between there. the way that you guys make gyros and um, shawarma? In the Middle East, so so for those who don't know, um, I'm of Cypriot descent, Cyprus and Greece. And so Cyprus is very close to the Middle East. I mean, you can practically see Beirut from the tip of Cyprus. Wow. Um, the difference is a gyro, which originates in Greece, mm-hmm. okay, is much more of a toned down spice version 
Um, in the Middle East, they use a lot of spices, like like an obnoxious turmeric amount of turmeric, paprika. harissa, paprika. I mean, cumin, like an overwhelming amount of spices to mm. the point where you don't even know what it is. Really, you don't know what you're it's like eating. All spice, right? Which is okay. Which and you it, guys kind of do a little bit too. Similar, okay, but in but Greece, less intense in spices. Greece, but I'll tell you that spices in every Greek food are it's garlic, lemon. Oregano, Time. salt, pepper. Very rarely, not, or not. Yeah, I think we had this conversation before. It's oh, not. It's not like that's kind of like an Americanized thing. Okay. But garlic, lemon, salt, pepper, oregano. That's it. So you can taste like if you take a bite out of a gyro, you know it's made. It's a lamb and pork. Right. A shawarma, somebody could tell you it's it's goat meat, and you'd be like, I buy it. You know, right. like it's not. No, no, no. It comes out more homogenous. Exactly, which is fine. Yeah. And, and if you actually, my personal opinion, I know I'm going on a. On no, a, no, no, this is on good. On a year or rant here. Yeah, no, please do. My personal opinion, when I want something to feel really full, I prefer a shawarma. If I'm not trying to feel obnoxiously full, I prefer a gyro. Mm. It's just it, it's just lighter. It is. So now here's another question, follow-up. Speaking of homogenous meats, why is the shitty gyro meat turn out like this just this brown stuff there is a company out there called Kronos this is like the same Kronos people that is make, a company that like makes the main one yeah they're the company that makes um that tube meat that you see at every shitty renaissance festival yeah um it's just so cheap they it, use it at freaking pita pit they use it at pita pit it's disgusting uh, some people like the taste it's to me it's disgusting because we make our own and i know the way it's yeah. supposed yeah. to taste what it is is they take beef lamb pork chicken and they sometimes. ground it they emulsify it in a in an emulsifier, and it comes out into a tube, and then they freeze that tube. And the only reason, and then most of the time, they and just they shave sell, that and cut that. They and shave it and cut it, and they put it in like little paper wrappings. And people who it's it's the fooling of the I I don't want to sound like an asshole. It's the Please fooling do. of the American mind. Yeah, where it's like. You wouldn't know. It's better. just become. It's just become such a part of Look, it's Greek the American culture. Between yeah. Chinese food that you get at a exactly. Chinese restaurant and what you get when you go to China and you sit down and it's exactly. nothing like it. It's like it's like a uh, no. I think of it more like uh, it's just cheap. It's like Greek American versus like Greek food. K R A B. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's but it's cheap. It's like just so cheap that a lot of places adopt it when for a few more dollars and a little bit more effort, yeah. you can get a beautiful... Because a gyro is not expensive. Like I, lo- I love my... We have a friend that M- eats Margins in restaurants are so small, though. You know, someone that's desperate for the money. We have a yeah. we have a buddy that eats a bunch of that crab, K-R-A-B. Yeah, it's so gross. And I just want to be like, bro. It's the grossest bro. stuff ever. It's, it's spray painted. It's homogenous white fish that's just yeah. been congealed. Yeah. So right. that's my take on spit roast vertical vertical. So the, the horizontal spit roast game is very different and it's it's very polarizing. So if I may summarize, there's opposing clans. Oh, we'll get into that on a whole nother episode. Yeah. If I may summarize today's episode, fuck racism, but we're not going to talk about it because we don't want to be stupid. Correct. Nick was in Colorado. Gallon jugs of urine. Gallon jugs of urine. Pizza spots in Fort Lauderdale no, for whatever. Skipped pretzels. Bro. Oh, pretzels. Pretzels. Pizza Honestly, sp- the highlight of the episode. Right. Pizza spots in Fort Lauderdale. Umberto's. Umberto's. Oh, wait, what's the consensus now? We're gonna say Umberto's and Sicilian oven. Sicilian oven for the coal fire. Yeah. Umberto's for the for the, for the brick ba- oven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go if we're gonna go anywhere for 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 the pizza that you need. There is a place on Second Avenue. Should only find yourself there if you're gonna get very intoxicated, and you can get dollar slice 
pizza or like not okay. dollar Hemershi, the place on Hemershi. Yeah, that place is awesome. So we'll that call that fire. the dollar slice pie for sure. The dollar it's definitely slice. not a dollar though. It's like four, it's like four dollars, dollars a slice. but yeah, it's the good. Dr- so you got the drunk pie, drunk pie. You got the the coal fire pie, and you got the you got the brick oven pie. Solid. All right, and that's it. And then and then you know whether you're a falafel guy or a shawarma guy or a and hero, if, if just you pronounce can't it. Remember right. the end of the episode. Just go back and listen again, man. Listen to it twice. Three yeah, times. If you're listening to this and you're like, what did I just listen to? Just, just ask your mom because she's listening. Just start it over. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, love you guys. Peace out. See, See ya. Whoop.